Alright, so you clicked on this episode to download it or listen to it, so you might be asking yourself, what is cash stuffing? So, let me start with a story. Back in the 60s, they had these things called hippies. And hippies wore a lot of bell bottoms and very bright, colorful colors and, you know, all kinds of weird designs. And then the hippie movement went away and bell bottoms went away. And when I started as a teacher, we would have hippie days. And I had some old hippie stuff that I got that were authentic. And let me tell you, when my wife and I went to hippie days at work, because we were both teachers at the same place, we were the best looking hippies anywhere because you could tell our stuff was authentic. In fact, I think I still have some of that stuff in a box, but I doubt that I fit into it. So anyway, fast forward to now. Bell bottoms are making a comeback. I don't have all the crazy designs on them yet, but everything works in cycles and everything comes back in full force. So cash stuffing is one of those ideas. What is cash stuffing? Now, if you're listening to this, you might be one of the younger generation, so you already know what cash stuffing is. But, you know, I just want you to know, I always tell my kids when they when they do something like uh, that we used to do back in the day, I say, hey, we invented that, so you ain't going to run it by us. Well, cash stuffing is just a different name on an old idea. It's It's an old concept. It's just been repackaged and repurposed with a new name, but it still works. And cash stuffing is what we used to call the envelope system. And we still use that to this day. So when you get paid, let's work off round numbers. Let's say you get paid $10,000. And your rent or your house payment or whatever, let's say that's $2,500. Now you have $7,500 left. So the way envelope stuffing works or cash stuffing is you first first you got to have a budget where's all your money going because money is gonna do what you tell it to do and if you don't tell it what to do it will do what it wants to do and if you don't pay attention to where your money's going it's gonna be all gone happens to everybody and it it might actually be all gone and then some that's when you there's more month at the end of the money or when you spend more than you make and then you're not just at zero at the end you're at negative something so with cash stuffing, it bypasses that because it does a couple things. Number one, you, you put everything into account that your bills are going to come out of. So let's say, and the way we do it is we just round up a little bit. If your electric bill is no more than $300, then you just budget for $300. And if you have a month where your electric bill is $286, well, then you're doing all right. It was 286. That doesn't mean you go spend it. You just let that little extra in there because inevitably someday something's going to cost a little bit more. So your electric bill, your, you know, let's say alarm system, anything that comes out of, you know, like a monthly fee, you leave that in the account. But then everything else that you can pay cash for, you take out money and you divvy it up and you put it in envelopes or you stuff it. You get the cash and you stuff the cash. That's why it's called cash stuffing. And you stuff it in different envelopes based on what you're going to spend it on. So you have a grocery budget. So if you go on date nights with your spouse or your significant other, you have a date night budget. If you 
want to have an entertainment budget, you have an entertainment budget. If you want to eat out quite a bit, then you have an eat out budget. You, you break it up, okay? You don't want entertainment and eating out together because you want to manage how much you spend eating out because otherwise you're going to burn through. You're not going to realize how much you're spending eating out or how much you're spending on entertainment. And uh, we like to use entertainment kind of as like an all-encompassing thing. We do something with the family, that's entertainment. You go bowling, that's entertainment. You go axe throwing, that's entertainment. You know, go see a movie, that's entertainment. So you want to split that up. Now, part of the reason this works is because you have a physical... When you do things physically, you can see where your money is going, but there's also this sense of loss when you spend money. They did a study... And if you physically spend money, you feel it, you know, and it makes you realize what you're doing. It also makes you question whether you really want to do it. Whereas if you spend money on, on a credit card or a debit card, you don't really have that sense of loss. You don't feel it. There's no, nothing psychological that happens. So it's real important that you use cash. Not that you just kind of divvy it out into 20 different buckets and then you say, okay, I'm going to keep track of how much I spend um, on entertainment, but you're using your debit card. No, you got to actually stuff the cash. So cash stuffing. The other thing that happens that is a beautiful thing is you never lose track because when you get to zero, you're at zero. Gas money is zero. Did you know if, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. I don't even need a study. I don't need a double blind study. I don't need nothing. I can see it in my own life. If, if I use my debit card, and I go to a gas station, I'm going to spend more money. Why? Because first I'm going to get gas. Then I'm going to go in for that one or two things that I was going to get. But then it, it blows into, you know, the kids want something. I want something. We all want something. Before I know it, we spent 50 bucks at the Wawa. That doesn't happen with cash. If I've got $50 in gas money for that week to fill up my SUV and I go fill it up, when the $50 is gone it's gone or $60 or 70 or whatever it is. And so if I only take as much as I'm going to take to fill it up, then I can, there's only so much I can spend. I'll give you an example. Um, we have an SUV and we have a, a little car that my daughter's going to get when she turns 16. Well, the little car takes about $35 to fill up. So if I take $40 to the gas station and that's all I take with me, or I take $40 in the morning knowing that I'm going to stop at the gas station and I don't have any of the other cash with me. I fill it up. I go in and get my change. If it's $4, that is all I have to waste right there. Now, I can bring that $4 home. Hypothetically, I should bring it home and put it in the gas money envelope. But that doesn't always happen. But you know what does happen? I don't go over $40 because I only took $40. You see, so it's a beautiful thing. So if you haven't tried it, I highly suggest you try it because it will make it easier to stick to your budget when everything's broken up into buckets and you actually have the cash and when you run out of cash you're done so if you use up all your eating out and entertainment money by wednesday of that week then that's all you got or if you get paid month by month and you use it all up by the second or third week of the month then that's all you got and you will learn how to not use it all up and then what will also happen is you might get to the point where you start finding little ways to save 
Like, let's say we go out to, to dinner or whatever and we take 100 bucks, and we only end up spending 85 You take the 15 you put it back into the uh, eating out envelope, or you start another little savings envelope, and you just start putting it all together. And once you have a little bit of money saved up, you haven't really felt it because it's just like throwing the excess over into an account and then you can use that money for something special at some point so anyway i hope you found this valuable please feel free to share it uh please go wherever you listen to podcasts and give me a rating and review i could use those to help grow and god bless i'll see you on the next episode